I'm Shelley Palmer. I'm Ross Martin. And you're listening to Think About This. Today, we're going to think about all the things we're thankful for. We'll chat with Mindy Shire, founder of Runway of Dreams. And Manny Oliver, founder of Gun Safety Certified. We'll learn about the amazing work being done at St. Jude and much, much more. So welcome to the Thanksgiving edition of Think About This. The more you listen, the less you know. Hey, Ross. Shelly, what are you most thankful for? Wow, that's easy, Ross. This time of year, I always think about how lucky I am that my family and my friends are safe and that they're healthy. To tell you the truth, I never take that for granted. Love that. I totally agree. I also think, especially this year, about all the friends we know who are doing extraordinary things that most people never really hear about. I'll give you an example. Mark Royce, good friend. He's the president of General Motors, lives in Detroit. Enormous job, incredible business leader, super successful family. But what he does this time of year, throw on a pair of jeans, grab his kids, get in the truck, and drive over to all the local supermarkets, buy whatever turkeys are left on the shelf, put them in the truck, and then bring them to all the soup kitchens and homeless shelters across Detroit. Isn't that incredible? That is amazing. And you know what? That's what we're going to focus on today. We've got two people who are just like him doing amazing things that we should all be thankful for. So Shelly, this is that moment we've been wanting to have Manny Oliver on our show from the very beginning. And because his story is so powerful and it means so much to us personally, but what he is doing is inspiring legions of others um, across the country to change the way that we approach the issue of gun safety, because this is not a theoretical issue in America anymore. When you talk to someone like Manny and his wife, Patricia, about what they have been through, this becomes very real, very fast. Ross, recently about six people passed away tragically from vaping and legislators in a dozen states proposed laws immediately to outlaw vaping. But about 96 people every day die from gunshot wounds. And if you bring it up, you're immediately accused of being too political and you can't talk about it. But today, we can talk about it and we're going to talk about it. Manny, I'm so pleased to have you with us here today on Think About This, but I am so sorry that you have to be here. For those who don't know, could you tell us about your experience? My beautiful son, Joaquin, was shut down in the Portland shooting. I immediately, I believe, hours later, was already trying to find a way to be part of a solution, not not stay with the problem. We knew since day one that this was beyond schools, this was beyond Parkland, this was about Joaquin and any other victim from gun violence. So that gave us a way of thinking in a more collective way, like in a more inclusive way. And that's how we started traveling and meeting people in, in all around America that were going through the same problem. So tell me a little bit about Change the Ref. I know this is a, a cause you were forced into, but you've really taken your pain and turned it to something else. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, actually, let's start by the name, Change the Ref. Uh, Joaquin loved basketball. And then Joaquin, at some point, uh, had a, an argument with the referee. And the referee threw him out of the game in a very unfair situation. When we were going back home, Joaquin told me, Dad, that ref needs to be changed. I think he's somehow receiving money from the other teams. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he had a whole theory behind the guy. And then two weeks later, Joaquin was shut down in his school. So when I started looking at the news and, and, and 
seeing, talking to others, and then I, I, I was able to, to see how some politicians get money from the gun lobby. Politicians that should be making the right calls, politicians that should give us a fair game. I immediately connected both things and I said, okay, this is what Joaquin was talking about. And, and to honor him, we decided to go on that route. And tell me what Change the Ref does. We use art as a way to somehow create a non-traditional argument to fight this bag and get them by surprise. That's been very, very well accepted. Uh, by the youth. Basically, we create these activations. There's a lot of creative process in it. And, and we travel and we do crazy stuff that will always be honoring Joaquin because he was such a funny, crazy dude uh, thinking out of the box. And of course, Patricia and myself, that we are the same parents and we are still parents. So... So let's talk a little bit about gun safety certified. You came up with an idea that I think the time has come. And uh, Ross and I have been talking about this quite a bit, this idea of gun safety certified. How does that work and what are your hopes and dreams for that program? Well, gun safety certified is just like the recycle stamp that you can find in your house and in some places uh, or made in USA. This gun safety certified allows the consumer to know where that company stands. Your number one requirement to become gun safety certified is to be okay with universal background check. It's a no-brainer. It would seem pretty easy. You are directly engaging business leaders across the country, and you are taking the message of gun safety certified right to them. How's that going? What kind of response are you getting from business leaders? The thing is that, it, believe it or not, and we all know that it will happen at some point, but believe it or not, there's still some, it's a, it's a thin line that they don't want to cross just like that. But when you bring it and you show them that that letter that they were able to sign, that applies to us because we know about this and we follow this conversation. But no one else is remembering that letter. So how do we stand for something? Manny, so if I'm a, uh, an employee at a company that is not currently involved on the issue and I'd like to, uh, or I'm the founder or CEO of an SMB, how do I sign up and find more information about gun safety certified? You can go to changetheref.org. There's a lot there. The Gun Safety Alliance has a lot of information too. And, and we are trying to organize that better. Uh, but this moment is still where those CEOs and 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 companies are trying to make that. Final it's like call. real time right now. This but is happening. it's happening so fast. Last time I saw you guys, there was no such a thing as a letter with 150 signatures right. on it. So it's happening very fast. So whatever happens next week could be a big surprise. We just need to keep on moving forward, 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 and things will start happening. They don't happen by themselves. You have to push a little bit and make them happen. Thank you for everything you're doing. Manny, you and your wife are are just so inspirational. And thank you for turning your pain into something that's so positive for all of us. Truly, truly appreciate you being here. Changetheref.org and Gun Safety Certified. Very, very important. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. That is certainly something to be thankful for this year, Shelley. Manny and Patricia teaching us how to turn pain, extreme grief into something so positive For so many people, it's just inspiring. I can't imagine anything harder for a parent than what they've been through. And their story, like so many, to tell you the truth, too many 
are what inspired both of us, you and me, and hundreds of other business leaders to join the Gun Safety Alliance. That's right. We're part of the Gun Safety Alliance, which is a group of thousands of business leaders across the country working together to reduce gun deaths in the United States by 50% by 2030. Shelly, where can people learn more and sign up to join us? It's really simple. You just go to gunsafetyalliance.org, G-U-N-S-A-F-E-T-Y, alliance.org, and get involved. Shelly, you know what Thanksgiving really signifies? What's that? The start of the charity gala season. You know, we oh, get yeah. all, right? We get invited to all the galas and you have to buy a table and then you go and you have the chicken or the salmon. <laughs> sometimes it's sometimes it's the beef. And then and then you, you know, you raise your paddle and, and do your thing and donate to the cause. A friend of mine invited me to sit at his table at a charity gala just a little while ago. And I accepted the invitation because you just do, right? And I didn't even look at the name of the organization and I didn't think much about it. It was like an after work weekday thing. So I just showed up. But I got to tell you, this particular gala was unlike any nonprofit fundraising event I have been in in my entire life. Wow, really? So I get there and there's a cocktail party and I notice that everybody is super dressed. And so I look at the, at the invitation and I start to look at the signage and it says runway of dreams. And I'm going, oh, okay, fashion people. Of course, they're all well-dressed. So I was feeling significantly underdressed. <laughs> we, we all sit down and... The show starts and I'm like, wow, it's a fashion show. This is great. Runway of dreams. I get it. Fashion show. And then the people start coming out and each individual comes out, some in wheelchairs, some on crutches, wow. some missing limbs with prosthetics, wow. each wearing clothes that you and I would take for granted and with the biggest smiles on their face and the most remarkable um I don't even know how to describe it. They they had just lit up the room in themselves. I've never seen or felt anything like it. Runway of Dreams is an organization that created the idea of adaptive clothing technology. And we have in the studio today this unbelievable woman, Mindy Shire. And I don't want to embarrass her, but her story just touched my heart. So Mindy... Welcome, and could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how Runway of Dreams came to be? Absolutely. So I'm a fashion designer by trade, mom of three kids, and my middle child, Oliver, was born with a rare form of muscular dystrophy, which affects his muscle strength, it distorts his body, and makes everyday tasks very challenging, one of which is the very thing that I love to do more than anything in the world, and that's to get dressed every morning. And it was the very thing that Oliver struggled with every single day. He couldn't button his shirts. He couldn't wear jeans because he couldn't zip and button. We couldn't fit the bottom of the pants over his leg braces. So when he started school, we only had one choice of what he could wear, and that was sweatpants. When he was eight years old, he came home from school. He was in first grade, and he said, Mom, I, I want to wear jeans to school. I don't understand why everybody else seems to get to wear jeans, and I have to wear sweatpants every single day. And it was truly such an aha moment that here I was in the fashion industry and knew very well personally how much clothing affects who I am as a person sure. and my confidence level. And I needed my eight-year-old to remind me of that, how wow. critically important it is to everybody. So I looked at that little face and I said, you bet you're wearing jeans to school tomorrow. And I said, so go to bed and tomorrow you're going to have a very big day because you're wearing jeans. 
So I ripped apart a pair of jeans, took out the zipper and button, cut up the side seam, replaced it all with peel and stick Velcro because that's really all I had access to at 2 o'clock in the morning. And when Oliver woke up the next day and I showed him my arts and crafts project because that's just about the best it was, he immediately transformed. He was a completely different kid because he was able to dress himself for the first time in his life. And he went into school feeling just like everybody else. And what that did was make me think that if he was struggling with this at eight years old, how in the world did the almost 60 million people in the United States alone who have a disability, a billion people globally, how were they managing clothing challenges? People that were in wheelchairs full time or had limb differences or autism, dwarfism, all the enormously different disabilities out there. Were they sharing the same issues that Oliver was at eight years old? I decided to take my background of being a designer and have a small goal of changing the fashion industry to be inclusive of people with disabilities. The largest minority we have on our planet wasn't being serviced by a a critically important industry such as as the fashion industry. So tell everyone who's listening about the evolution of adaptive clothing because you've got a bunch of people involved in it now. So once um, I was able to really educate the industry on the size and spending power of the population, then it became educating them on the fact that modifications could just be added to mainstream clothing to make it more wearable for people with disabilities. Thankfully, in 2016, Tommy Hilfiger, part of PVH, not only realized the importance of this, but saw the business opportunity of it. And we collaborated and created an adaptive clothing line, which is now Tommy Adaptive. Zappos has Zappos Adaptive Platform. Kohl's just recently launched an adaptive clothing options line for their children's wear. Nike has the Fly East Sneaker. Target has Cat and Jack. So the fact that in a relatively short amount of time, the industry... We're talking basically three and a half years. Yes. The fact that I can name five major brands that are not only hearing and believing in this movement, but acting on it is unbelievable. So if people want to get involved, Mindy, how do you get involved? You can go to runwayofdreams.org, and we have videos on our website as well as on our YouTube channel that really help to bring to life what we are talking about today. And it also um, really spells out how you can get involved with Runway of Dreams. But first and foremost, it's it's opportunities like this of having a conversation, of really thinking through tomorrow morning when you're getting dressed, thinking about what life would be like if you couldn't button your shirt or you couldn't put on something that was appropriate for the meeting you were running that day or for your first date or for an interview. Clothing is so critically important to milestones in our life that you probably didn't think about. No. What's new in the Mindy world? Because I know you are the type of human being who likes to conquer and then reconquer and then conquer more. So <laughs> you what, know me so well already. So what's what's new and what's next in the Mindy world? One of the other important aspects that we have realized over the past couple years is not only is this impacting the fashion industry, but it's also impacting 
all industries and having representation of people with disabilities in all aspects of the value chain that we realize there really isn't representation out there. So, so what does that mean? Uh, like artist representation for people with or, or work representation? What, what do we represent? Uh, it's actually all of the above. So think about the next time you open a magazine or see a commercial. Very rarely are you seeing somebody with a disability. So we launched a talent management company by the name of Gamut Management that exclusively represents people with disabilities. And it is an opportunity for anybody with a disability to join for free because we feel that everybody has a talent, whether that is using your voice to talk about a product that would change your life or to be in a commercial or on a Broadway show as we just actually filled the role of Tiny Tim on Broadway for Christmas Carol with one of our um, models that we have used for years, Runway of Dreams. Now it's real. That's fantastic. That's so incredible. It's That's so fantastic. exciting. That's it's fantastic. so exciting. Mindy, you're you're a force of nature. And the people who don't know you need to know you. Everybody needs to know you. You are a person that just everyone needs to know. First of all, thank you for the revelation. And thanks to Oliver. Thank you. And mostly, thank you for being here. Runwayofdreams.org is where you want to go. Shelly, thank you for introducing us to Mindy and her story. I'm just blown away by what she's achieving. It's incredible, Ross. I'll tell you what, meeting Mindy and learning about Runway of Dreams is one of the things I am most thankful for this year. Really makes you think differently. So, Ross, I know St. Jude Children's Hospital is one of the most important charities in your life. You want to tell me a little bit about it? I love to. Thank you for asking. Uh, you know, it's been 10 years uh, that I've been working with St. Jude, and I chair their Technology and Innovation Council. Um, and I, I got I got to tell you, I got involved with St. Jude when we had a, a, a big loss in our family. And one of my colleagues at work, Ashley Simon, suggested that I take the, the grief um, and the sorrow that I was feeling and try to channel it into something positive. So I went to Memphis, I visited St. Jude and I saw what they do and it, it really changed my life. I mean, this is an organization that takes on the most difficult cancer cases for kids in the world. First and foremost, the hardest cases that nobody else can solve. You go to St. Jude. That's number one. Number two, you pay nothing. Zero. It doesn't matter where you come from or what resources you have. When you come to St. Jude, you pay nothing and your whole family stays there until you're cured. And last but not least, this is probably the worst business model, but the most powerful impact of St. Jude on the world is that as soon as a doctor learns anything about your child's cancer, they publish it immediately all over the world for every doctor, nurse, scientist, caregiver who is treating anyone with that kind of cancer to learn from immediately. It's the most open source platform of any medical institution in the world. And that's why their impact is so scaled. So think about this. I went there thinking that I was going to help St. Jude in some way. But what I've learned from St. Jude and the person it's made me, it's the other way around. I owe them a tremendous debt of gratitude. So today, we've decided to do something different with our Thanksgiving episode. Right, Shelley? Absolutely, Ross. Today, we're going to cede our advertising time to St. Jude Children's Hospital, and we hope you will listen carefully. Take it away, Michael. 
Hi, this is Michael Strahan. Please join me in St. Jude Children's Research Hospital to save the lives of children with cancer and other life-threatening diseases. Thanks to your support, families never receive a bill from St. Jude for anything because all a family should worry about is helping their child live. Give thanks for the healthy kids in your life and give to those who are not. To donate, call 800-4-St. Jude. That's 800-478-5833 or visit stjude.org. Shelly, Thanksgiving is also the starting line for gift getting, meaning we got to get out there and go get gifts for everybody we love and care about for the holidays. So I don't even know what I'm getting you. Oh, Ross, you don't need to get me anything. Your love and affection is all I need. Okay, well, that makes it easy. Let me ask you this, though. What do you think people really want this year? More than anything else, what do they want? So I'm looking at a new study from Zell Data, and it says the number one gift people want when ranked against tangible gifts is money. Show me the money! 35% of all respondents put receiving money for personal spending as the gift they'd rather receive this holiday season. Then it's followed by 22% of the people want experiences, but then 17% of the people want money to pay for experiences, and the rest just want money for bills. Wow. So what are people going to do with the money? Well, if you happen to get some money this season, I hope you'll pick a charity that means something to you and give generously. And from Ross and me, happy Thanksgiving. Well, our Thanksgiving episode, Shelly, is, shall I say, all cooked. Ah, hmm, well done. <laughs> Did we wing this one? No, no. We stuffed it with good stories. Oh, my God. All right, so for real, though, you're doing the traditional Palmer turkey dinner this year, I assume. Of course. Debbie's got, like, everything set up from the squash to the stuffing and, of course, to the monstrous, gigantic, insane Big Bird itself. Nice. How about you? Oh, I'm beyond all that. Excuse me? That's a little rude, Ross. No, beyond, you know... Beyond. <laughs> you mean you're going plant-based? Yes. So I full disclosure, they're a client, but I love the stuff. So for Beyond, I do the tacos, the tostados, the burgers, the meatballs, all of it. And now, for the first time ever, I've decided to do a Beyond Turkey dinner, and it's going to look exactly like a real turkey. In other words, it's going to be a plant-based turkey meatloaf for Thanksgiving. No, actually like a real turkey. So I made this mold of a big, big turkey, and I'm just stuffing the whole thing with the Beyond Meat, so it's going to be this like solid 50-pound plant-based turkey sculpture. That's impossible. No, actually, Shelly, it's Beyond. Well, I know whose house I'm hitting up for leftovers this holiday season. Sounds beyond tasty to me. And on behalf of our entire team, we hope you have a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving. We're especially thankful to you for downloading and subscribing to Think About This with Shelly Palmer and Ross Martin. If you think you know less than you did before, just wait until our next episode on the Westwood One Podcast Network.